0: Welcome to another episode of the
1: Mad Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Begley, Goni, and Wayne. Oh,
2: well, What's up, Mad Mob? Man, it's been a minute. Gentlemen, my friends, amigos, brothers, how art thou? It's good to be back, man. Good to be back. Yeah. It's good to hear the turkey gobbler again. I know I know that was a good one cuz even though your background's blurry, I saw your wife turn around in disgust. <laughs> <She
0: did. laughs> she the as it came out.
2: That's how I know it was a really good one. I'll have to start off with that one. J- Mad Mob, let's let's start off with a, just a heartfelt apology. <laughs> we uh it's a busy time of the year. End of the year, holidays, um beginning of the year for us. Um, Conan and I are accountants, uh, Begley's a finance manager. Um, and, and it's beginning of the year is just a really, really busy time in our work life. Um, I, am sure you can tell by my voice. I'm a little sick. We've, we've kind of banged off a few sicknesses back and forth, uh, between each other. Um, we're really close with each other, it's but yeah, around, man. uh, so it's, it, it's just been a hodgepodge of work, holidays, sicknesses. Um, oh, I went into um deep, uh, deep thought, deep meditation, deep prayer, um, for the Buccaneers. Um, I knew I I knew we weren't good. I mean, I'm I, I I'm not I'm not an irrational fan that thought that we were gonna win it all or anything, but you always want to beat the Cowboys. So I went, um, I tried, man. I just I really got deep in thought and and wanted to manifest that dub. It obviously didn't happen. I think Begley did the same. Um heading into the 49ers game. So here we are just a bunch of downtrodden fans. But that's not what this is about. This is this is about fantasy. So Here's what we got going on this episode. We've got the Doinks. What everybody loves. The doinks. How did it end? Who came in first? Who came in last? Who gets a steak bought for them? Who has to purchase a steak? What were the doinks? What were the results? We're going to cover it all. It's going to be a good one. Gentlemen, uh, it's good to be back.
1: It's good to be back. This is going to be, this is a good episode to jump right back into. Like you said, everyone loves the doinks. We We hear it throughout the year from the people. And, uh... There's going to be some funny ones to look back on. Some ones where we're going to hang our head in shame. And some where we're going to victory lap
2: a little bit. let get kind of like, I think I'll be the only one that destroys a phone over it. But um, yeah, destroy a phone back back over it. Um, if you all haven't seen that one, go back and check it out. Um, but yeah, I agree. It was a good time. We're gonna,
1: we're gonna, we're gonna leave it, um, at the end. You know, people can count them up if they want. As we're going through these, we're gonna just go on through. We'll announce the winner, the loser, and the middleman at the end here. Fegs, any words?
2: No, no man. words.
0: Blow the dust off the ledger. Let's get right, right to
2: man.
1: it. Here we go, boys. We had fifty-six doinks for this. 2022 fantasy season uh it was memorable it was, it was great we're gonna start out going all the way back to our first episode on air uh this is back in may may 9th goni versus Beggs. who will have the better fantasy finish christian watson or john mechie ouch it's a rough one to start off on uh this was before uh, obviously any diagnosis was made and uh you know, I won that one. I won that one. Sorry, barely. Shameful. Barely. Barely. Shameful. Yeah, well, we'll go ahead and skip past that one. Uh, get it off the board here. No, let's take a minute to talk about it, Gon. What? <laughs> oh, sure. Would you, would you like to reflect? We can reflect. Yeah, let's reflect on that one. You want it because my guy got cancer. For what and... it's worth, for what it's worth, and I, I really need your honest opinion on this one. Had he not, and he played this season. Do you think that he would have beaten Christian Watson do, during his absolutely scorching hot run? It'd be a tough one. It'd be a John
0: tough Mechie, one. John Mechie was all that Texans offense was missing. That's all they were missing it was John Mechie in the slot. Uh, yeah, it would have moved him from
1: the second overall I, pick. I'm, ki- I'm kidding.
0: He, he, he was probably a six, to, in my opinion, a six to nine fantasy point per game kind of player. Is that too much?
1: No. No, I mean, I don't think so. Uh, Nico Collins got a ton of targets this year. Brandon Cooks didn't even show up, really, and then really didn't show up for a little bit after he didn't yeah. get traded. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. Better things, hopefully, to build next year. Hopefully he gets to play. Um. Wish nothing but the best for him. Hey, if he uh, does play next year, you want to run that back? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. We'll wait on it. Same show, uh, better fantasy finish. Drake London, Bergoni versus Traylon Burks for Beggs. Drum roll, please. Drake London. Drake London obviously won that one. He played all season. Traylon Burks got hurt. I, I poo pooed a lot on Traylon Burks throughout the year. Um yeah, I was both surprised. Wayne to, Beggs were believers.
2: I was surprised it, to hear that one because because Begley rode Drake London. On several weekly doinks.
1: Hard. Hard.
0: Yeah, man. It was the Mariota effect for me, which wasn't a bad call,
1: but Burks had Tannehill, which was a lot better. Which I don't have their average per game. That actually probably would have been a good one for me to check out. The final tally was Drake London with 157.6 and Traylon Burks with 94.1 playing probably half the games. Yeah. So, I mean, it could have gone the other way easily. Uh, moving onward. May 22nd, Gonyverse versus Beggs again. Will Aaron Jones be an RB1 for the season? In twenty twenty two. I said no. Beggs said yes. Um it was an easy one for Beggs. It was an easy one. He he finished as the RB eight this year. He had a he had a good season. He had a lot of good games. Did a lot of what Wayne and Beggs talked about throughout the year, catching a lot of passes. Um and I mean he just showed out. I don't think that was
2: I, I don't think that was I don't think that was hatred of Aaron Jones or anything for you. I think that, that uh, honestly, both of you, but obviously um Begley a little less, you all just thought A.J. Dillon was going to have a great season and he was going to be more utilized. So it wasn't necessarily Aaron Jones' hate. It was just um you thought there was going to be more of a ball share going around.
1: Yep. thought it would be a, a more – I thought they are going to be closer in games, too, which would have allowed them to run. But, I mean – It just didn't happen. didn't happen this year. We'll see how that offense runs next year, if Aaron Rodgers is there or not, honestly. Uh, Same show. Wayne gets involved here. Uh, Goni versus Wayne, episode three. Aaron Jones, fantasy finish. I got a little bit better odds on this one. I still lost it. Uh, It was was, uh, running back eight or better is what Wayne took, and I took running back 10 or better. And obviously – Running back eight, if I could have got one more spot out of it, it would have been a push. I would have loved it. Uh, that one's just a right on the cusp. So, tip of the cap. Tip of the cap. Tip of the cap. Moving on, Goni versus Wayne again, the very next episode, episode four on air, Javante Williams. I was very high on him this year. I thought this was going to be the year we see this man break free, go absolutely nuts. Uh, Wayne didn't didn't really believe in him as much. Um we had a bet, RB 18 or better, Goni, and RB 19 or worse for Wayne. Wayne absolutely swept the floor with me. Javante tore his ACL in Week Four. I I'm not. I think he was he was running back 18 or better at that point, but it's Week Four, so it's not even really like I can be like, oh, he he would have been on pace for the whole season and stuff. It's it's too small of a sample size he, for me. He didn't
2: so. he didn't really break away. He just broke.
1: And with how bad the offense was all year, it's there's really no telling. So,
0: Well, his numbers, his numbers were inflated from that Seattle game, if you remember the 11-target Seattle game.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were bad. They were bad. And that's one of the reasons why I thought that Javante was going to be so good this year is because the whole Russell Wilson's there, there's going to be more sustained drives. More scoring opportunities, and man, did that one fall the other way? So, it's a rough one. It's a rough one. Wayne versus Beggs, same episode, episode four. They got into it over Travis Etn. Wayne said that he would be the running back 27 or better. Beggs wanted no part of it. He faded him hard. Running back 28 or worse.
2: Easy Wayne money. won money
1: absolutely destroyed on that one. Um, I believe Travis Etienne. Let me look up here real quick. I thought I had it in the notes already. I think he might have finished as like the RB thirteen. Yeah, he rallied strong, man. Uh,
0: you know, that's one where I was banking on the list, Frank. The serious list, Frank. I might add. Uh, later major, on, I came around. The major. Yeah, later on I came around on on ETN, but when James Robinson got traded, that was the death of that bet for me.
1: He actually finished as the RB18, uh, just two points behind Kenneth Walker uh, for the season. So it was a good year for him. It looks good for him going forward. Um, I'm excited to see what he does next year, honestly. Yep. Uh, Two shows later, May 30th, episode six. Goni versus Wayne, better fantasy finish. This one's going to be gross coming out here. Darnell Mooney versus Amari Cooper, better fantasy finish. Wow! I don't need to tell you guys, Mad Mob, who who won this this bet. But if Wayne would have spotted me a hundred points, I still would have gotten dominated on
2: it. Hey, you well, know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Uh, we can talk Man. as much trash as we want, but I mean, these are preseason doinks that we're still going through, and you were very high on two guys, Darnell Mooney and Gabe Davis. You were high on a lot of guys, but those yeah. are really your only two that you were just a little off on, and Gabe Davis a little less, Um, but I mean, you had to be high on Darnell Mooney. You thought Justin Fields was going to be nuts this year, and he was, just not necessarily from a passing standpoint. Yeah, I was expecting
1: 150 plus targets to uh Darnell Mooney. We didn't we didn't see the passing come along. It it didn't happen there. Beggs' arch nemesis, uh Justin Fields didn't get it done. Uh, 239.9 for Amari Cooper, 101.5. So, absolutely wiped the floor with me on that one. Moving on. Same show, Beggs versus Wayne. They got into it about Michael Thomas. We we had uh thinking back on it, we were very we're mixed on where Michael Thomas might be drafted and Beggs and I were on the side that it was very scary to draft. Wayne was a little higher based on the upside, which is understandable. Uh, and they, they made a doink. They made a doink saying uh, Michael Thomas, wide receiver, two finish. Wayne said yes. Beggs said no. And, you know, obviously that didn't happen. Michael Thomas just doesn't play football, man. He doesn't play. He doesn't he play. Runs. Does he play next year?
2: No. I'm out on him. I'm out. I'm done with him.
1: Yeah, he's he's just too scary. He's too scary. If you can get him in the, you can get him in the seventh round, would you take him? No. No. No? He's a 10-plus guy for me. That's fair. That's fair. Um, Moving on. June 6th, episode seven on air. Better fantasy finish. This was the great... Andrews-Kelsey debates. Kelsey coming Ooh. off of his first Ooh. season in years of not being the tight end one. Uh, Andrews taking the crown for the season. They came into it. I mean, Kelsey versus Andrews, obviously, you know, Kelsey far and away the tight end one this year. Andrews kind of, he just, he went through a stretch, man. He actually, he lost me a lot of games this year. He was very disappointing.
2: Uh, Wasn't he the tight end two?
1: He was not the tight end two. What was he? He was at the tight end four, I believe.
2: Yeah. Double check that for me. I will.
1: Mm. I will checking it right now. Confirmed. He was the tight end four. Kittle was tight end three, who was ten points ahead. T.J. Hawkinson with his massive two massive games um, at the number two spot, and then Kelsey, a hundred points ahead of T.J. Hawkinson, who was the number two spot at 315 oh, crushing it i believe let me let me just check this real quick at 315 points that makes him the wide receiver five gentlemen over cd lamb five points behind Stephon diggs this year yeah he's just a weapon he's just an absolute weapon so, so uh, it was
2: close it was a game or two away from going the other way
1: yeah, 315 to 189 was only a couple games. Absolutely. I mean, uh, quite possibly the easiest doink ever to be won in the history of doinks. Bex, does Kelsey, oh. does Kelsey fall off next year, or does he have another year in him A bit of, exactly. kind
0: of Look, man, you see Tony Gonzalez and Jason Witten play until they're mid to high 30s. He's, what, 33 next year? Yes. I'm not going to bet against him.
1: Uh, I wouldn't either, honestly, and especially with the gap and the cushion that he's he's got on the even the number two guy, the man can fall off a little bit and still easily be a tight end one. Don't hate it. Uh, same episode, Gony versus Begs. Better fantasy finish. Uh, we were going into the trash can here a little bit, and I was uh, I was hoping for for better things this year. Uh, it was Robert Tunyon who was nearly undrafted versus Pat Fryermuth who begs the original MVP.
2: Fryermuth.
1: Fryermuth for MVP. Yes. First time yes. it was heard on this show, uttered. Uh so you know, I, I took my chances on it. Uh Fryermuth, he came out ahead. He won 148.2 to a 106 point one. Uh Toney didn't really he didn't have that boom game. There was, all year I was waiting for like one, you know, 25 banger out of them that has come along the last couple of years and just and never materialized never materialized mm. that was I mean, the second it's... easiest doink ever won on this show right there I, I don't know we're getting to some of the easy ones uh, <laughs> shortly sir <laughs> uh vs. pegs on our second ever Q&A this one might be one of the easiest doinks ever made actually uh Mad Mob, if you if you remember, if you remember back um, and just us talking about this and that throughout the year, Devontae Adams, as everyone knows, went to the Raiders. Beggs was so high on them. So high. He thought he thought Derek Carr was going to turn into Peyton Manning. He was thinking this is going to be the greatest show on turf. Um, so we had a doink. I, I went with the logic and the team that scored a lot of points last year. Who who would score more total real NFL points? The Bills? Or the Raiders, and mm-hmm. uh, when it when it was all said and done, I mean, honestly, if you if you were to guess, you'd guess right. It's the Bills, four fifty five to three ninety five. How do you feel about that one, begs
0: it, it was it was shameful and and disgraceful to make that doink. We were hot, passionate. We were arguing. Uh, my piss was boiling, and I made it just at the drop of a hat.
1: I've regretted it ever since.
2: Easiest doink of all time.
1: Of all time, man. And it it won't be the first oink oink that you you regret, sir. Moving onward, June 11th, our mock draft show. Wayne and I uh, got into it over Mike Williams and Deontay Johnson. As you guys know, Wayne loves the DJs, all the DJs in the league. He's got them on his fantasy team somewhere spread across the league. This one was probably the closest doink that we have on the ledger. It hurts my soul because I got beat on a buzzer beater, essentially, in the last game of the season. Deontay Johnson ekes out the dub, 171.9 to 169.3. Tip of the cap, Wayne. Tip of the cap.
2: Tip of the that's cap. as even
1: as it gets. That's as even as it gets right there. That That's neck and neck. Um, It was good. It was good. I don't I don't mind ones like that if it gets if it comes close. I'd rather be on the other side of it, obviously.
2: I want a few close ones from you this year.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's rough, man. My uh my win loss record in one score games uh wasn't very good this year. Six eleven. Begs versus Wayne, our QA show. Um we're talking about Lamar, Jackson, and Tua. Wayne was Wayne was pretty high on Tua this year. Um They got into it, and they made a doink saying that Tua would be within three spots of Lamar Jackson. Beggs wanted no part of it. Wayne wanted all the smoke. Wayne won. Lamar Jackson finished as the QB 13, and Tua the QB 14, one spot behind, Hmm. almost beating him. They Hmm. both missed games. Hmm. Uh, They both put up great numbers in games that they did play. But facts is facts.
2: Facts it's is a, facts. Uh, it's
1: a lost joint to cancer,
2: injury, and passion. What are you talking about, man? Like Tua, Tua missed so many games because his brain got turned to mush this year. Bro, Lamar was absolutely cooking.
0: He had his apron and spatula on,
1: to start the season. So was then Tua. He lost faith in the organization, man. Actually, when they played each other, I'm, I'm pretty sure Tua was like the QB1 that week. And both Waddle and uh, Tyreek had over, like, 150 yards receiving and a touchdown each, and it was an absolute barn burner.
0: Yeah, it was great. I mean, Tua, Tua had his games, but Lamar would have won that hands down if he stayed on the field.
2: Nah, they both stay on the field. Nah.
1: Come on, man. We'll never
2: know. We'll never know. Something to talk about next well, year. Well, we don't have to know, Goni. All we know is that I won.
1: That's true. We don't have to know. It, it is over and done with now, and – that's all there is to it. Uh same show. Easiest make of all time. <laughs> I don't remember how we got into this. This is Wayne versus Beggs. This is still um up in the air for lack of a better term. They got into who would score the most points for the rest of their career. And Beggs is looking like the early front runner. Uh Wayne took Will Fuller, who is now retired. Or he was retired at the beginning of the year, honestly. And Beggs took Calvin Ridley, who is traded to the Jaguars and looking to play next season. Thoughts? That's a wrap.
2: Rebuttal, Wayne. Wayne? We'll see. We'll see what I, happens. I think
0: Wayne has already acquiesced this dunk to me, right, Goni? Like, not,
2: unofficially? Never.
1: No, it was not counted in the win-loss as of
2: yet. It's a good way to start
1: the new season off.
2: No, I'll take it. I don't know. He's got to be out of the league for five years to be ineligible for a return. And it's also it's on the 2022 doing Ledger.
1: it's not like you'll you'll have it retroactively applied. It's not going to go to your 2023 total when Calvin Ridley catches one pass. It's a good start to the season, though. We'll take it. <laughs> OK. All right. Excellent. Winning a doing from a previous year is always. A wow. Good... There we go. Wow. Um, Coney versus Beggs, June 18th. Fantasy finish plus 20 points for Beggs on this one. Oh, my heart. Gabe Davis versus Brandon Ayuk, plus 20. Honestly, he could have spotted me 20, and I wouldn't have won this doink. Um, Brandon Ayuk, 216.9. Gabe Davis, 163.7. Gabe Davis wasn't terrible this year. I was super high on him, but he wasn't great. He wasn't great. He's got a uh, tendency to drop balls. Um, He seems like a one-trick pony at times where he kind of just runs down the field past you. And he really didn't get He didn't have a lot of targets. I think the the amount of games that he had over six targets, six or more, you could probably count on like one hand easily. So Brandon Ayuk absolutely turned it up this year. Uh, props to him. Didn't matter who the quarterback was. Um, tip it cap to you, Biggs. Tip it a cap, sir.
0: Thanks, man. Uh- I, I, I've made quite a few i doink bets on this podcast. I should have made more because you, you boys, did not believe.
1: Did not believe. Did not believe. Moving on to a guy that you didn't believe, and also the easiest doink ever made on this podcast. Uh, this is July 9th. This is our lay of the laying or I'm sorry, lay of the league episode. Who would have the better fantasy finish from the two turds of yesteryear? Justin Fields for Goni. For Ooh. Zach Wilson for begs. Um Justin Fields finished with a whopping two ninety point ninety-eight, finishing as a top six quarterback. And Justin, or I'm sorry, and Zach Wilson finished with a hundred and four point nine points, way less than half. Um, which is good for like, you know, thirty second or thirty third. So just you a 32 quarterback.
2: So just so we can have something to refer to, you mm. would have had better luck slotting Mark Andrews into your quarterback slot this year? You would have.
1: Okay. You would have. Just yeah.
0: Sure.
2: sure. Yep.
0: Look, I mean, it was team turmoil up in New York. He was the victim uh, of the coach. You know, I can't control that. Not Robert even... Sala plays him. I mean, he's right there.
1: Hey, man. Zach Wilson couldn't have played Madden better than Justin Fields played football for fantasy this season. Justin
0: Fields was dog water.
1: He's like dog water. Not for fantasy, he's not. Not this year. I'm just saying. My man's was uh, better and better and better every single week. If you'd like to run it back, I'm, I'm willing to do that. I'll spot you 100 points as well. Give me a quarterback. Yeah, Zach Wilson.
2: Stop it. Give me a quarterback. All right.
1: Moving on. July 14th. It's
2: just good to see you snacking again, man.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. That's what we needed. It's what good, we needed in the It's good uh, to return. see you
2: snacking on the mic again. Man.
1: Glad to, glad to be back, boys.
2: What are we having? Is it is this the infamous gelato? It is. Gelato. It delicious.
0: Mint fudge cookie.
2: Mint fudge cookies. That's
1: pretty good. That sounds all right. All right. July 14th, boys, Gony versus Wayne. We did a mock draft out of the 12 spot for the people. Uh, we got into it about something. I know this was a very, very heated debate because of the doink that comes after this one. Uh, I'd mentioned Wayne was Wayne was pretty high on Gallup this year relative to where he was drafted. Not not expecting major things, but he liked it more than the guys around him. Um, I wasn't so high on Gallup. So I'd thrown a couple names out there, and Wayne was like, take any of those guys. Take any of them. So I just needed one of these guys to have a better fantasy finish than Michael Gallup. I got Tyler Lockett, who finished as the wide receiver 13. Kadarius Toney, who finished as the wide receiver 106, but we know he didn't play a lot of the season. That's fine. And Christian Kirk, who finished as the wide receiver 9 with 240 points. Like Michael Gallup uh, finished as a wide receiver, sixty-five.
2: He was he was hurt a lot of the year. You know, but let's yeah. be honest, America was wrong about Tyler Lockett and Christian Kirk. Mm. Mm.
1: You know who who wasn't wrong at least about a Christian Kirk. I wouldn't say
2: Wayne. You did Beggs not think back Christian back Kirk, Kirk was going to be a WR one. Excuse me. Begg's <coughs> get him, Begg's.
0: <laughs> about Christian Kirk. Yep. Yeah, he actually uh, he had it on the ledger in paper. He in thought paper. Kirk was going to be a wide receiver one.
2: Oh, fair in enough, paper. tip of the cap.
1: That's the only one, though. That's the only one that I, I'll take any props for. Christian Kirk was, was one I believed in this year. Which leads us to our next one, which is probably the most embarrassing doink I think I've ever lost because it's so stupid. It has nothing to do with football at all. Wayne and I got to arguing, as we tend to do, and uh it was it was just a matter of whether or not I said Mechie. I don't know the context. I'm just reading from the ledger right now. Did I say Mechie on an episode? I was steadfast uh in the fact that I did not. And uh we played back the tapes and your boy said Mechie. So that's a loss on the ledger for the year. Wayne ran over his phone. I y those of you that have YouTube watching, uh watching us there. Look at his cracked phone. It's terrible. He literally ran it over with his truck. It was hilarious. It was great. The video that he was trying to make was was hilarious in itself as well. No regrets. Not a single one. Not a single one. Uh, it also led into this doink as well. Still getting into it, hot and heavy. Uh, I took the combo of Brady and Tyler Lockett versus Wayne's Derek Carr and <laughs> Michael Gallup. Uh <laughs> Brady finishes the QB eleven, Carr finished as the QB sixteen, uh, Lockett amazing. as the wide receiver 13, and Gallup as the wide receiver 65. Um I'll spare you the the totals on the points, but we'll say I, I beat Wayne by fifty six. Um Man. it was just a killer year from Tyler Lockett, honestly. Um, I remember that episode fondly. Dude, it we were, was we were was, in the trenches. It, we were in the trenches, man, with grenades. It was it was definitely he, a pretty rough. He was
2: man. so mad, dude. I bullied him into those two wins, and he was so mad. You remember that? Hey, man.
1: He didn't. We didn't want to take those dubs. I literally. Out. I was like. I was I like, Tony, take these dubs. I did it. I did it for for honor, though, because there was a miscommunication. I was I was trying to get one uh, rescinded, and I offered us another one. Who's like, ah, we're gonna keep both. We're going to keep them all. I'm glad we did. I'm glad we did. Uh, This next one is a big talking point that we had throughout the season. Uh, Beggs was super high on him. July 14th, Q&A 5, Hollywood Brown. Willie finished as a wide receiver, too. I had one against Beggs. Wayne had one against Beggs separately. Willie finish as a wide receiver, too. And... Beggs thought the magic was going to happen all year for some reason. Like DeAndre Hopkins was going to come back from his 6 game suspension and just the rapport would have been way too high with Kyler Murray for it to carry through. Um, listen, listen, hang on. I got to stop you there. Listen, if you look at the
0: numbers, the rapport yeah. was there and it was strong. He gets hurt on a fluke play at the end of end of of the end of the game. On a play that he shouldn't even be in the game for. It was over with. And that was it for the doink. I was in commanding lead.
2: Mm.
0: On that. Commanding. Uh, that's questionable. Did that's he get hurt? And then when he comes back, Kyler's hurt. Well, either way. He finished as a wide receiver 40. Which, which is means... impressive considering he missed five games and his quarterback was hurt when he got back. I'll take it. It's, it's a moral victory. Oh,
1: fair enough, man.
2: Unfortunately, fair moral enough. victories don't count in the Doink Ledger.
0: i Stick- on moral victory, S- Ledger. i mark it down in it. Stick
2: that one <laughs> in your pocket, man.
1: Oh, man. on our Q&A 6 show, Wayne versus Beggs, uh, they were getting to talking about who would have the worst offense in the league. Beggs and his hatred for Justin Fields was adamant that it would be the Bears. Uh, he will stop at nothing to throw dirt on Justin Fields, good name. And Wayne said it would be the Houston Texans, which is seems like the most common-sense answer you can throw out there for the season. Um, while the Bears will have the number one pick, they outscored the Texans by nearly 40 points on the season.
2: It's one game. It's one game worth of points. Not for these teams. It's like three games worth of points for these teams. The we Texans didn't score 40 all season.
0: It's one game of points. I knew the Bears would be trash with fields behind center. Still talking about trading them. You know.
1: he
0: If he didn't have a three-game stretch where he lost his mind, I'd probably win that bet.
1: It was like five games. Mm. He, he finished as like a top six quarterback. He, he crushed it. After throwing for like 70 yards a game for the first Month of the season, running quarterbacks are OP in fantasy. Hey man, gotta have them. Gotta have them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went through on our divisional review shows, and we were talking about the East divisions. Wayne and Beggs made a doink, catered to the Jets. Uh, Beggs was super high on Elijah Moore this year.
2: <sighs> super high on
1: Elijah Moore this year, and Wayne Wayne went with the draft capital. He took Garrett Wilson. And it wasn't close. Elijah Moore was nearly faced. He almost – he got the Denzel Mims treatment for for a while. He absolutely got the Denzel Mims treatment where they were just like, yeah, we drafted you, but we ain't ever going to use you, man. Just warm that bench up. Um, your boy Zach Wilson hates to throw to him. He hates to throw to everyone. Garrett Wilson wasn't even that good when Zach Wilson was there. He might have had a game or two, but uh, Garrett Wilson started to eat. He finished as a wide receiver too, gentlemen. He's, um, Elijah Moore didn't get half the points that Garrett Wilson got. He finished as a wide receiver 81 this year. So uh, Garrett Wilson took the lead on that one and never looked back.
0: That, that, that was a true loss. Garrett Wilson is twice the receiver Elijah Moore is.
1: Yeah, he's the man. He's the man for sure. Uh, Wayne and I got into a doink bet uh, in that same same show. And it was just whether or not Wayne would finish first in Doinks this year. <laughs>
2: um, you can't. I'll leave can't that say, one.
1: I'll leave you, that one up. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna reveal the answer. It's just a funny joint that we made throughout the year. I won't reveal the answer because that'll that would give it away. Uh, whether he won or not, or whether I won or not, or begs. You never know. Uh, we're about halfway through here. Let's rattle them off. Gony versus begs on August seventh. We were doing the North division who would have a better fantasy finish. Another guy begs was super high on this year and he ate in the doink ledger round was T Higgins. Um, yeah, you know, he loves him. He loves him. I took Jerry Judy in this one. Um, I don't really regret my decision. Uh, I think Jerry Judy has established himself as the guy in Denver It's just how poor that offense was and how bad Russell Wilson was. Um, so that's something I'd consider next year, possibly trying to run back with you, Beggs. If you're as high on T. Higgins again next year, we'll see. But yeah, wide receiver 14 for T. Higgins, wide receiver 27 for Jerry Judy, uh, 41 point difference. Dip it of cap teas um, there. Same show. Wayne, Wayne wanted the same smoke with Beggs uh, with his boy DJ, Deontay Johnson. T. Higgins. <laughs> uh, it was a down year for Deontay Johnson. He, he's usually a uh, a reception monster. He PPRs he to death. He finished as the wide receiver twenty nine. Just didn't get it done this year.
2: No, uh, and it's 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 his fault. I mean, there were some games where the targets were there, you just couldn't haul him in.
1: Couldn't get it done. Playing with the rookie quarterback as well is kind of rough. Um, August fourteenth, we're going into the South Division. I still remember this one like it was yesterday because this all stemmed because we picked a dark horse, uh, like a favorite and something that we had like three categories is what yeah. it was. And I'm, yes. I'm, and we all did a thing where like in our group chat, we would hurry up cause you don't want to be the person who's without a player. We're obviously not going to both name a player. Um, so we'd hurry up and we'd name a player for a certain thing that we have. A certain uh, title that we wanted to give them, and the players were dwindling. I was the last one on this, so for my dark horse, or I'm sorry, for my bust, I took Traylon Burks. Wayne wasn't having it, wasn't having it. Asked me what the ADP was. His ADP was wide receiver 40. He wanted to take that as the doink bet. I obliged. Rest is history. Traylon Burks got hurt. I poo-pooed on him a whole lot early on in the year, uh, mostly because of the offense. I don't believe in Ryan Tannehill. Um, didn't know that, you know, if Traylon Burks would be that dude to make up for Ryan Tannehill being Ryan Tannehill, but he is, he is in the games that he did play coming on. Like, obviously you're going to get your rookie, you know, yips out of the way and learn the game from an NFL standpoint, but he looked good in the back half of the season, boys.
2: Yeah. We can run that one back. Traylon Burks, wide receiver 40. Nah, I ain't happy. He finished <laughs> as wide
1: receiver 75. wide receiver 75 but no i definitely don't want that this year coming around uh august 19th we did our award show uh which was a good episode go back and listen to that if you haven't heard it uh we each took out of the seven teams we did a draft we took um two or i'm sorry it was seven teams with the longest super bowl odds it was plus 10,000 for all these teams to win the Super Bowl. We drafted each two teams to have the best real NFL record. Wayne took the Bears and Panthers. He finished in last at 24 <clears throat> with a combined record. Uh, Beggs took Team New York, the Giants, and the Jets at 16, 17, and 1. He started off hot fire and then fell apart. And I just eked him out at the end of the season with almost both of my teams going to the playoffs. I took the Jaguars and the Lions. The Jaguars made it, obviously, if you guys have been watching playoff football. They were 18 and 16 combined. Uh, they started off terrible, but it ain't how you start, it's how you finish.
2: It's the greatest it's, comeback since Tom Brady against the Falcons.
0: Just, just a reminder the Jets will always freaking Jets, man. They suck.
2: Hey, they need a quarterback, man. Maybe Aaron Rodgers
1: is that guy next year. We'll see. We'll see. Let's move on to something where uh, the next one, <laughs> we we drafted uh, players. We did a snake draft of players from those very teams, those seven terrible teams, and we put together a fantasy team, uh, one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, a tight end, and two flexes. My team was terrible. I won't go through all of them. I I scored less than I I scored four hundred points less than Beggs did. Beggs won it fifteen oh nine. I scored eleven seventy one. Wayne twelve ninety three. What do you guys have to say on this? You all were close. I didn't realize how close you all should have been. Wow!
0: So Wayne's team was almost (laughs) as poo poo as yours. Yeah, interesting. He started out hot. Wayne, I remember you had Davis Mills. That's what, that's
1: what put your team in the grave. <coughs>
2: I had several injuries. Several.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just had a bunch of guys that didn't play all year either. What a good time. We'll have to run that back again next year so I can get slaughtered again. It was it was good. Yeah, you hated that. You didn't have fun with I mean, that at he all. He
2: got so salty every time I covered it.
1: Hated so it. salty. So salty. Go back and listen to my saltiness. Good uh time. Wayne versus Beggs. Doink review show. Way early in the season. Who will have more Doink wins? Not going to let you know. We'll find out at the end of the show, but had to throw it out there. Next Prime. up is our DFS Weekly Challenge. This one was it was kind of close. Kind of wasn't close. It was weird. I, like all season. Wayne won. Beggs came in second. I came in last.
2: Can, can we just talk? That that has to be the most satisfying doink win of the year, right?
0: The DFS.
2: Something that we all focused on so intensely every single week to make the perfect DFS lineup. It was covered every single week. It was updated every single week. That I mean, I'm not just saying this because I won. But that's got to be like the most work went into the DFS doink. Mm. I mean, I <clears throat> I
0: really didn't pay much attention. I
2: just do something into the app Sunday morning, eleven forty-five, eleven fifty, sometimes. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, I'm ignoring that. Um, and I will <laughs> say, I think it needs to be noted as well that this is also the doink that Goni. Laughed at me right after the one o'clock games because I hadn't set my lineup. So there was a week where I took an auto well. That needs to be said. I think
0: I think next year I propose that we make the DFS doink worth three doinks because it is a season long doink.
2: Because it's a, it's a very intense doink. That's why I feel well, so good taking this one home.
0: Yoni, I don't. I, you and I have talked about this. We didn't put much effort into the DFS lineups at all. We just kind of threw something on paper. It was uh, five
1: minutes, man. It was five minutes. I sent out bad, the text. I did mine. I
0: tried to see how quickly I could finish mine. I didn't care what, what the budget was. But next year, I propose that uh, we make that that doink worth three doinks to raise the stakes.
1: I hey, feel about it, Wayne. I'm I'm down with it. Beautiful. I'll
2: I'll run it back. It's easy money. Because I I took, I think I took, I think I set a timer and tried to get it done like while I was peeing. And I have a small bladder.
1: (laughs) Next one Uh, is uh, definitely the easiest doink that was ever made on this show, by the way. I'm looking at it. It was our first doink of the regular season. This is week one, our 4 p.m. previews. Uh, Begs disrespected... Josh Jacobs. You put him in the the same breath as Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I wasn't having it. I wasn't having it. We we made a doink. Who would have the better fantasy finish? Josh Jacobs finished as the RB three. Clyde Edwards Hilaire finished as the RB forty five. What what caused me to do that? Well, what were we talking about? We were talking about something. I think maybe they were being they Uh, had like a similar ADP. I think they had a very close ADP.
2: And it was it was his love of the um Derek Carr Devontae Adams connection and his love of the uh, well he thought with Tyreek Leaving they'd they'd the Chiefs would go a little more to the run. So he had he had uh, fair he had okay logic with the doing the
1: thought process behind it, yeah, it was, was good. It
2: I, I bet on the Raiders to be the highest scoring offense
0: in the league. I want a secondary doink off of this show on Josh Jacobs. I bet on Josh Jacobs. Yep. What, what what in the world? Just 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 a weird doink.
1: It's just one of those where that's that's why this show is is great cuz we get to look back and some of these are like what was I thinking at the time? Like hey. It happens. It happens. I mean, it is what it is. It's I
0: probably time. misspoke and Wayne just absolutely tied the concrete boots to me. <laughs> had to there hold grand. my ground
2: hey, If you're going to say right. something buddy I'm going to hold you to it
1: Man We didn't make another doink for two weeks after that It was uh, our week three preview Beggs versus Wayne How many points will D-Hop score for the rest of the season When he returns This is piggybacking off of Beggs With you know Hollywood Growing the rapport And phasing out D-Hop when he got back um, It was 15 or more That was the bar he scored 16.8 points per game upon his
0: return. Only only one because he quit on his team. He's soft.
1: He still
2: he scores. Quit. No, he won back. because he averaged over 15 fantasy points per game when he came back.
0: He quit on his team. He, he didn't want to play with John Skelton. He's a quitter. I wouldn't want to either.
2: <laughs> He's a Are quitter. You, do you grow up idolizing Todd McSorley? Man. Who wants to play with Jack Skellington? Is
0: that Trace's dad or oh, I don't know. I don't what know. kind of stupid
2: name is Trace?
1: Man. Going for the throat on that one. Uh Begs hits another one here. Week three preview. Brandon iuke week three points. It's a log. It was eleven point five one. They they absolutely moved the line to Hundreds of a point here for a wide receiver. 11.51 points. And, and what was the
2: total? Easy. 12.9. 12.9. Easy. And I remember this game like it was yesterday because I was so flustered. He got all 12.9 in like the first quarter and a half yeah. and then saw zero action the other two and a half quarters.
0: Easy. Easy money. Might have been the easiest doink of the season, quite honestly.
1: Man. Moving on to week four preview. Uh, I I must have loved the matchup or something. I don't know why I did this. I'll probably never do this again. This is a hang my head in shame. This is Goni versus Beggs. Who has the better fantasy week? We were talking tight ends. I took Mike Kosicki. I'm only going to assume I took Mike Kosicki because he was playing like the Bengals or the Cardinals. He was the Bengals. or or was Okay, yeah. Just someone who I knew traditionally was not very good against the tight end. Um, He took Zach Ertz. I loved it. I got smoked. Sixteen point seven to four point three. I got absolutely destroyed on that one. Tip of the cap. That's one of those looking back, and I'm like, I'll probably never pick Mike Geseki ever again. The master lock dunk of the year, right there. Actually, that probably really was the easiest dunk of the year. Uh, nah, because <laughs> the next one's really the easiest dunk of the year. Um, this is this is me against you in the same week. And uh, I was I was taking my victory laps on Traylon Burks, and you were steadfast right with Wayne as you usually are. And uh, it was does Wayne win the Traylon Burks bet? I'm <laughs> obviously going to say no, and you took Wayne's side, and uh, yeah, you lost. You lost, man. That's what it is. I, uh,
0: listening to these doinks, Wayne. Have you has Goany win won a single one that didn't involve an injury? I don't think he has
2: injury or Traylon Burks. I don't think so. I don't think so.
0: Which you know, Traylon
2: Burks is injury related, so I guess not. Fascinating. I guess you guys
1: haven't been paying attention. We're we're thirty-seven doinks in, and that's the first one you heard. Huh. Man. Huh. 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 Interesting. Uh, anyways, Q and A week four. Better fantasy finish. This is this is the fall of Drake London. Ah. segment here for, for Beggs. This is the beginning of the end. Uh, he took Drake London against Wayne, who took Khalil Herbert. Better fantasy finish. Drake London put up a whopping 3.7 for him that week. Didn't take much for Khalil Herbert. His 11.1 1 got it done. Easy dub. Easy dub there. Easy.
2: Possibly the easiest one made of the year. I
1: Could have remember been. that. That was infuriating. Herbert played terrible. Could have been, man. Uh, Beggs versus Wayne, week six. The 1 p.m. show. Amari Cooper, week six points. Beggs took the under of 12 and a half. Wayne took the over at 12 and a half. Wow. He scored 14-4. Wow. Possibly
2: gotta, gotta... possibly the, the lock doink of the year. Wow.
1: The slimmest of margins. Man. Uh, very next show in the week. Beggs wanted more smoke this time against me. Who has the better fantasy finish? This could be the easiest doink of the year. It was Bill's Chiefs. And uh he asked this, he asked this question many times throughout the, the season. It was a good question to ask, too. What Chiefs receiver is it going to be this week? And my answer nearly every time was Juju Smith Schuster. Uh, so he wanted a doink. He took Devin Singletary, which wouldn't have hurt you if you played him. He, he got you 14.7. That's not terrible. That's not terrible. Juju put up 22.3, though, that game. Highest that highest game of the year. Begley Luck strikes again. Begley Luck <laughs> strikes again. Uh, diving deeper into the fall of Drake London, uh, Beggs goes back to the well in week seven against Wayne with the uh, better fantasy finish week. Drake London or Pickens and uh, boys. I know Kelsey Andrews was a whooping, but for a weekly bet, this is as big as it gets for a whooping. Drake London gave him 1.9, 1.9. 1. 9. That's a catch for nine yards. And uh, George Pickens put up
2: 18.4. Hey, Goni. Oh, would you consider this the easiest doink of the season?
1: Yeah, it's pretty possible. It's pretty yeah. possible. It could. It's in the running. It's in the running for sure.
0: The, the Kelsey Andrews doink will forever be the most lopsided
1: doink win of all time. Uh, I, I'm going to have to go back and count the Justin Fields versus Zach Wilson. I think uh, Justin it. Fields outscored count him that. by more. Yes, yeah, I'm count pretty it. sure that's the most lopsided of all time. Nah. Ah, uh, man. Week 8, the 1 p.m. show more fantasy points from week eight and on. This is, this one was based off of a question that we got from uh, one of the viewers for our show here. Uh, It was basically, would you trade Keenan Allen for, for Jerry Judy? And it was something small. I think it was like a second or a third round pick. And I was on the side that, yes, uh, I would, I would trade Keenan Allen for Jerry Judy. Keenan Allen had had like six weeks of just hammies that were non existent and tight and pulled. And I thought it was gonna I thought he I thought he was had a case of Julio Jones hammies is what what it is. I thought it was going to last all season. Uh Wayne had more faith than I did. He took Keenan Allen and um he outscored me by twenty. It, w- it was kind of close. Uh Keenan Allen though was just consistent. Jerry Judy had had blow up games and he had Games where he just didn't really do anything. But Keenan Allen, the tried and true, uh consistent wide receiver every week, volume in. So week eight as well. It was the same show. Beggs doesn't learn his lesson. I'm looking at these, I forget these, and then I go back and I'm looking at it right now. Beggs is just a glutton for punishment sometimes, man. He get he's stubborn. He's just straight stubborn. The hatred fuel like just fuels him to make some of these.
2: You know, I, you got to respect it, man. He makes his bed, and he he puts on his nightgown, and he lays in that thing. Tucks himself in and lays in it.
1: He does. He does. It was it was week eight. I think it was actually the Bears playing the Jets. So who'll have the better fantasy week, Justin Fields or Zach Wilson? Justin Fields, twenty six to nineteen. Easy one. Quite possibly the easiest doink of the year. Possibly. You know, I'm sorry, I missed it. What was the doink? Uh, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, when they were playing each other in week eight. Was That was when Fields was nuclear, right? Uh, it was like the start of his historic rise. 26 yeah. points. Okay. Yep. So, um, same show. Zach Beg Wilson wanted... won that game, by the way, didn't he? Uh, it doesn't matter. It's a fantasy show. Sure it does. It's, better <laughs> up winners. It, it's a fantasy show, man. No one cares if Zach Wilson won the game. It's debatable. It's not. Somebody cares out there. Uh, just a Jets fan who is sad they missed the playoffs again. Sorry, Jets fans. Zach Wilson didn't get it done for you. Shout at to me. Uh, better fantasy week. This is literally the same same week, same show. Beggs versus Wayne. Beggs was feeling himself. CD was coming off a couple of good games. He took CD Lamb versus Wayne's DeAndre Hopkins. D Hop beat him 34 to 18.
2: Mm. It was just it was a uh. beat down, man.
0: Begley Luck strikes again. <laughs> <laughs> Hopkins Hopkins had
2: his highest
0: scoring game of Hopkins the year. Hopkins did
2: what Hopkins does.
0: Highest scoring game of the year. Begley Luck strikes again. That's twice now been beat by season highs. It is mm. what it is.
2: Man.
1: It brutal. is what it is, he says. <laughs> Anyways, uh, moving onward. Week nine we went into. Better fantasy finish.
0: This one don't is I probably... wish he get you just a little bit of hydration. Get you a dude, long...
1: I don't know what it is. I have a tickle in my throat, man. I'm still I'm getting over water? being sickly. What do you want from me, man? I'm, I'm doing a lot. I'm carrying the load here man. on this show. All right? Man, Gra- sorry, grab your Halls Breezer. Just suck on that thing, man. I'm fresh out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. Week nine, better fantasy finish. This this might have been the eh nah, I won't even pat myself on the back. It's just a regular week. We'll have the better fantasy week. Josh Palmer versus DJ Moore. Wayne's beloved. Um Josh Palmer crushed it. Eighteen point six. DJ Moore scored four point four.
2: Wayne's let what me do know.
1: Say? Yeah. Would you how do you feel about him going into next year? Phenomenal. Phenomenal.
2: Phenomenal. Sam Darnold came back and he started doing good again. He had the Baker That's yips. It's true. true. All right.
1: All right. Anyways, week nine, Stefan Diggs. How many points will he score this week? It was 20-plus, uh, yeah. which Wayne took, or Beggs, under 20. Uh, Begs won it. I don't remember who they were playing, but it was uh, 14 it was, the point three. it was the Jets. He got sauced.
2: No. Nah. Oh, no, nah, you remember he had a touchdown that came back?
0: I don't remember that at all, actually. He just got sauced. Blanketed that, the entire he game. He had a
2: touchdown come back. That's what it was. I don't, Is I don't 15 fantasy points considered not a good week or something? Sauced.
1: 15's pretty good. Get as far sauced. As as far How as was that? Get sauced. Okay, he got sauced. Um, week nine again. Better fantasy week. Raheem Mostert or Antonio God. Gibson. This one really this grinds one, my gears. This one was man. close. This one was actually not bad at all. This grinds my gears. Um, Raheem Mostert eked it out. It was eight point six to six point
2: eight. Yeah, he's a he money.
1: One. He got one garbage touchdown is the only reason he won this bet.
0: Easy money. It boils my piss. I, it bothers me. This. Oh,
1: man. Begley luck. Begley luck. Moving on. Week 10, Q&A, Goni versus Beggs. This is in the running for easiest doink of the year. Um, Beggs challenged my infinite wisdom of just football history, at least over my lifetime of watching football and he, he questioned me when I said that Shady McCoy, LaShawn McCoy, for those of you who might not know, uh, played under Andy Reid when he was in Philly, when he was the head coach of Philly. He didn't believe it. We looked it up on air. It happened. He had some of his best years there, only
2: with Andy Reid. It was a good time to be alive then.
1: That's he played, he, getting, he
2: played multiple years under Andy Reid in Philly. Yes, two. he did.
0: It was two. Settle down. I think it, it was, was like two. Four. I think it was like four as well. Pretty sure it was four ish. I can't confirm that. Get sauced. Oh. Okay,
2: <laughs>
1: fair enough, dude. We had a week eleven Q and I I don't remember the the context that this one went into, but we Wayne and I got into it over Joe Mixon. I claimed he was he was having injuries. He was had a brutal schedule to finish the year as well. So, I made the bold claim that he wouldn't finish as an r b one Wayne said he would my man's finished as an r b one right on the cusp he finished as the r b twelve
2: right on the cusp, but after we made that, he missed multiple games
1: man, man though that, that almost just still goes and doesn't it.
2: that make you feel disgusting Begley that he almost got another injury related dub
0: get soft going. Oh man,
2: brutal! <laughs> I had to choose my motion carefully to to sauce you. <laughs> <Uh-oh>.
1: <laughs> Fair uh, there we go. There we go. Uh, that's a very light saucing.
0: Bill Hines, fifty-seven on you, man.
1: man. Anyways, moving it, moving on week eleven. Uh, Goni versus Wayne. Better fantasy week. Isaiah Pacheco versus Deonta Foreman. Pacheco, 10.7 to 2.4. This is when Pacheco is kind of coming along, establishing himself as the RB1 for the Chiefs going forward. De- Deonta Foreman, on the other hand, was actually crushing at this time, and this was a, kind of a down game for him. Just picked the right one at the right time. Uh November 21st, Goni vs. Beggs. Better fantasy finish. We got six more left here. Uh, I took Devonta Smith against Alan Lazard and was probably one of the poopiest matchups you could have had all season. I ended up winning with nine points to Alan Lazard's 4.4. It was just ugly. We had two more. They were just straight-up DFS bets. We were all all in our bag talking about DFS. We're super competitive, the three of us. Just friends that are... Absolutely competitive in everything that we do. Um, and so we we made doinks with each other. That's We'd have a better week in DFS, Begs won it all. Beggs won two doinks off of that between Wayne and I. <laughs> he went on December 6th. Uh, who would have a better fantasy finish from week 14 on? He took James Cook. He liked him a lot. I like Zonovan Knight after we saw a couple um, great games out of him. Unfortunately, Mike White got hurt and didn't play and um that's what I'm going to pin the blame on 100%. Uh but tip of the cap to ya, James Cook had uh better weeks throughout the fantasy playoffs. This one's ugly on the ledger. Three more. Goni versus Wayne. Better week 15 matchup. I challenged his almighty D-hop with Terry McLaurin and wouldn't you know, we have the only tie in the ledger. 13.0 <laughs> points a piece for these guys. It's ugly. It's ugly. But the only tie, probably the only tie there will ever be. Uh, week 15, Goni versus Beggs. Who would have a better fantasy week, Keenan Allen or Chris Olave? Chris Olave has been a fantastic rookie this year, but the day wasn't his as Keenan Allen, 16.6 to 8.3. He's just too mm-hmm. consistent, man. He catches too many footballs per game. Better things to come, though. Chris Olave is going to be uh, a star. And then our our last doink of the season, December thirteenth, as well. Who will have the better fantasy week? I'm not really sure what Beggs was thinking on this one. He he wanted the almighty superstar. He took Jamar Chase. He said Jamar Chase is so good. I'll spot you two players. Gave him Rashad White and and Chris Godwin, who combined for 27.6. You'd have to think, you'd have to think, Beggs, if you only allowed him to take one player, he probably would have won.
0: Well, Wayne chose the right receiver. He chose Godwin. Godwin carried that bet for him. He just chose right, man. Yeah, I mean, he did. He won the doink is what it is. If he chose Mike Evans, I win. If he cho- if he chooses Julio, I win.
2: If your aunt had nuts, she'd be your uncle. Oh,
1: man, who would ever choose Julio? Hey, you want a free doink? Here you go. I'll take Julio Jones this week against anyone. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> that's that's all we've got for it. It's our final tally, at the end of the year. I'm gonna do it this way. Goni finished in second. With eighteen wins, sixteen losses, and one tie. The winner and recipient of the stake is Wayne with twenty two wins, thirteen losses, one draw. I wish we I wish you had like some confetti. You should have just pulled the string and just confetti and balloons rained down upon you man. in the living room, man. Begley finished at uh, fourteen wins. 26 losses, he will be buying a stake and
2: wearing the crown of shame for the offseason. I truly am the Doink King, as my DFS uh, username says. Gentlemen, it's been a good year of just... uh, I've had to ice my crotch all year. Um, I've absolutely just done nothing but swing these cannonballs right at your domes. And made beautiful contact the whole time. Uh, most wins. Best win percentage. Uh, you know, it was, I'm going to enjoy my FaceTime here, you know. Yeah, I lost some. But you know what my easiest doink was, Begley? You know what the actual easiest doink of the year was? I do, Wayne. I was do. the doink I do. where I said that I would finish first in doinks. That was the doink of the year. The easiest doink of the year.
0: Go on, don't Look, there's no reason to take your cap to that. Hardly any of his were earned. Luck just befell his
1: way.
2: It happens. I can't wait for the stake to befell its way upon my... <laughs> On my gullet.
1: <laughs> on to his palate and taste buds. And
2: you, and your bank account to slowly befell its way to zero.
0: Man. Oh, man. I hope they burn it. I hope it's
1: got a, just a, a hard char all over it.
2: I don't like it. I send it back.
1: <laughs> send it back. Bring me two more, please.
2: You know what? I don't like this one. It's done too much. Bring me another one and double charge me. <laughs>
1: don't worry we'll leave a tip on both (laughs) road steak oh Oh, man
2: man, that'll be the best tasting of all time
0: yeah logan's roadhouse i'll see you there buddy
1: man begs is gonna gonna come with some cube steak and at the house and uh go ahead and fry it up in a pan for you
2: i can do that Wayne.
0: if that's what you want buddy
2: uh you can't because you don't own a grill I'll cool to your house
0: and grill
2: it. Not invited.
0: <laughs> oh man. Dang. What a miserable doink season. It's one to forget. It's the first one though. It's the inaugural. Yeah. The
2: inaugural. One to remember. Uh I'll get some sort of trophy. Write my name on it. Put it up on the mantle. Put it up right, right there. Just so it'll ah. always, just so it'll always be in the background of my video, so you can just see it every single time we do a podcast. It's gonna go right, right there. I've also got one more. I've also got one more.
1: Um, sorry, bags. It has to be mentioned, but uh, does it go any? It. Uh, I think it I does. Do you think it doesn't? You know what I'm. You know. I don't, know even, I don't even know it. what you're talking about. All right. Well, it's got to be mentioned then because it happened. Uh, congratulations to Mr. Charles Brown for winning uh, the season long doink against uh, our fellow podcaster, Begley. Um, it was, do you remember what it was? It was Gabe Davis against someone. You picked someone. It was Hollywood Brown, wasn't it? Gabe Davis versus Hollywood Brown. And Gabe Davis won. Uh, Charles? Uh, I'm gonna need to get your address so Begley can send you something nice. Uh, he's got a smile on his face right now, as you can you can see. He can't wait, and uh, package will be in the mail soon. Uh, yeah, man, I don't I don't know what kind of swag we're gonna get him yet. Get his t-shirt size too, if you don't mind. We'll do. I'll, I'll get the information. Uh, we definitely appreciate the support, um, guys. We're back. We're back here. We're gonna try and put out. Uh,
2: what two shows a week, maybe? What are we yeah. What are we looking at? Uh, maybe for a week or two, um, as we as we finish out the season. I think our next episode, we, we kind of want to talk about the playoffs a little bit. Yep. Um, we're we're always going to be taking questions. I mean, everybody's going to have their uh, dynasty questions. Um, yeah, so over the next probably month, we'll probably keep it at two a week, um, and then through the off season. Um, just for a couple months, we'll probably drop down to one. Um, just keep an eye on on how the um, incoming rookies are going to be, any moves in football or anything like that um, that we find necessary. And uh, questions galore is, is what we'll always hang our hat on, is just taking these questions. Um, I would like to do an episode where we go back and look um, at, at our rankings and see what we hit on and what we missed. Um, I think that would be kind of a good thing just to, just to give the, just to give the mob, you know, let them know how accurate we were on our hits because there were some that we hit the nail on the head. I feel like there were a lot that we hit the nail on the head. Like your Christian Kirk. Um, I was wrong. You said he was going to be a WR1. America had him back in the 50 ish area um you hit the nail on the head um i was you know Najee Harris i told him i told everybody he was going to be down we all had our hits begley hollywood he was exactly right that hollywood is definitely a wr2 um regardless if he stays healthy um so i think that's definitely an episode we need to we could probably break that down into position is just going back and and seeing you know uh what we were right about what we were wrong about in our in our rankings um so that'll probably come out um, we'll probably dive into that, you know, into the off season, just to make sure that we uh, keep it coming with the steady content.
0: Yeah, listen, a, a lot of fantasy shows don't do that.
2: They they publish, and they don't self critique and review.
0: We're podcasts for the people. I'll take my lumps. We'll, well just get better. You know,
2: they need to know. You know, a uh, number one fan of the podcast, Charlie Brown, just hung on to hung on to Gony's word all year. You know, and and it's just not right, Charlie. It's just not right, Charlie. You know, I, I can be right too, okay? So I think if we've learned anything, you can trust Begley's word when it comes to tight ends. You know, and a quick view, you can trust Goni when it comes to receivers. You can, tr- you know what I mean? So we're that's just, we're going to dive deep into that and see exactly, you know, what each of our niches are so you can choose, you know, if we're in an argument, who do I want to trust here?
1: There we go. Fair. There we go.
0: I tell you what, Wayne. I don't know about you. I wouldn't. I wouldn't pay Gony a dollar to set my DFS lineup.
2: Absolutely not.
0: Yeah, it's Dang. not my
1: strong suit. Not my strong suit.
2: Hey, not a not a red cent.
1: Hmm.
2: It's all right though. Mad Mob, uh, being back in the saddle for MVP.